What is up, everybody? Matt Swifty here with the Leader Swift Podcast. I'm so stoked for today's episode. We have special guest, my friend, Nick Hall with us. Nick's an evangelist. He founded the Pulse Movement, where he's just helping people just know the Bible. He's a great leader in just leading this great movement of young leaders. I'm very excited to have a conversation today with Nick Hall. Right before we jump in, I just want to remind you, if you can leave us a review on Spotify or Apple, wherever you're listening to this, leave us a review, share it with a friend, help more leaders just grow and become better leaders because as we know when the leader is healthy everybody else is healthy and so we're going to jump straight into this conversation with nick hall what is up everybody i'm here with nick hall nick how's it going today hey man good to be here i'm doing great yeah, you're out in Minnesota. We were just talking about the weather. I'm a I'm a big fan of snow because I've only seen it like three times in my life. <laughs> I think only people who have seen snow three times would say they're a big fan of it. But <laughs> it is it is uh, yes, it gets cold up here. It's going to be cold. I'm in Minneapolis, and uh, yeah, man, we're 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 getting ready for the holidays, and uh, man, it's going to be a great season. Nick, tell us a little bit about who you are and and kind of what you do in your leadership journey. Yeah, man. So first off, just love the podcast. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, I've been kind of in uh, in in ministry and you know, kind of born a leader, I guess. Uh, you know, I, I, I lead an organization. I started it as a college kid. I wrote a paper that went viral. Um, and the paper was, a kind of a proposal at my sector university, uh, about seeing our campus reached, uh, with the gospel, seeing students come together. And, uh, that paper kind of took off. Um, you know, I sent it off to a bunch of friends and other leaders and, uh, it was called, it was titled pulse. And uh, that launched this massive student effort on our campus. We had 8,000 students come out to uh, different events and over 1,000 kids give their lives to Christ. And uh, yeah, so that kind of just launched me into leading a team and leading an organization. We ended up uh, forming a nonprofit shortly after that. And now it's been, you know, 14 years. That was back in uh, 2006. We incorporated and uh, yeah, so I lead this ministry called Pulse. Uh, we put on large scale kind of student uh, focused uh, outreach efforts around the world. Um, but yeah, before that, I guess I was trained largely under the Billy Graham and uh, Luis Palau and uh, different ministries like that. I was really involved in Campus Crusade or Crew. Um, uh, involved in a college kind of uh, church service when I was a student as well. So yeah, that's a little bit of my background. I love that. I love that. Yeah. What you're doing online, especially that's how I came across you was so many friends were kind of reposting what you were doing and uh, really focusing on people knowing the Bible this year in 2020. Um, I believe I saw that like in January 
and it's just been like such a movement. I was like, I got to have this guy on the podcast because he started a movement and really helped people to, to read and understand the Bible. Yeah, and I, I do think that's a little bit of probably how God has wired me is uh, being a, a little bit of a catalyst type convener. Um, man, I love doing things uh, not by myself. You know, I love I love rallying other voices and people from different backgrounds. And so, yeah, we've seen uh, I think it's almost 50 million people this year that have been newly engaging in Scripture through this campaign called Year of the Bible. And those are just the people in the U.S. Uh, but then around the world, it's been picked up now by uh, people, believers from 180 countries have been doing this thing. And so, yeah, I love dreaming. I love, uh, man, just seeing people follow Jesus and grow closer. So that's amazing. That's amazing. Nick, I, I know you, uh, help a lot of leaders as well. If, if you were in a room full of leaders and you had a piece of advice, just like a practical tip on how to be a better leader, like what would you tell them? Man, that's such a good question. Um, I, I think if I had to single it down to one thing, uh, I mean, right now I'd probably say you need like a coach or a counselor. <laughs> I, would, I would tell people, uh, if I was with a bunch of leaders, I would say, man, you need professional help. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're, you can't do this by yourself. And, and, and maybe I'll back that up and unpack it a little bit. I, when I started out in leadership, I, man, I knew I was, I knew I needed help. I knew I needed some people to speak into my life. And man, all these people that were like my heroes, I kept asking them to mentor me or coach me or disciple me. And a lot of people that people would know. And like, I would ask them like, Hey man, can I, you know, would you mentor me? Like, can I travel with you? Or like, Oh man, I'll go anywhere. I'll do anything. And I kept feeling like these guys, like everybody would kind of say yes but then nothing would really happen. And, you know, and so like I kind of internalized as a young leader that if you're going to make it, you have to go it alone, uh, which that lesson like nearly killed me um, because I was just pushing so hard and I was doing too much. And like, I didn't know how to set boundaries and like, I didn't have anybody who was telling me like, either this is normal or, Hey, this isn't normal. Stop. You know? And like, I just needed that voice in my life. And so God ended up sending this older leader into my life uh, named Mike Montgomery. And he literally like saved me. I mean, he used to call me all the time, meet with me all the time, tell me I was being an idiot and uh, you know, just all the things you need to hear. So important. And, and so like, <laughs> Yeah. Dude, well, no, I mean, really, like, I just think having those voices in your life that are just like, hey, man, like what you're going through right now is normal. Like these questions are normal and you're doing a good job. Like, I just think n nobody was made to do this alone. And so, like, I would just encourage leaders like you need a voice and voices in your life. And so like Mike, and the reason I say professional help is Mike passed away uh, two years ago and it was like a massive loss for me. Um, and since then, like I've just realized like I need coaches or people in my ear that literally their whole job 
is to, uh, you know, encourage, help me think through issues or problems or whatever. And so like for different people at different seasons, like find a mentor, find somebody to disciple you. And then I think you're going to get to a season where those people might not be there anymore. And you need to find somebody, a counselor, a coach, whatever, but just somebody that, that you can sort through your stuff and not have to deal with it on your own. Yeah, I think I think you hit it on the head. Uh, I, I love even what you said about finding a counselor. I think as leaders, sometimes we can get even embarrassed, like, ah, like, I, I, but I don't want a counselor. Like, that's where people who don't have it together. And I think a lot of leaders nowadays make it seem like they have it together when they really don't. Yeah, well, I definitely don't have it together. <laughs> yeah. you know? So, so, I mean, I know that. I know that there's pressure on leaders to present themselves as having their, you know, stuff, you know, look good. But, but man, I mean, just to be real, like I know all kinds of leaders who struggle with all kinds of things. And the ones who are struggling the most are the ones who are trying to fake it. You know, like you're not helping anybody by not, not talking to somebody and not being real Um, man, like personally, like I've struggled on and off with depression, man, since I was probably 18. Right. And so, you know, this concept of, of having issues or battling things or, you know, highs and lows. But for me, it's like, man, when I talk to, and and right now, actually where I'm at in my life, I have a coach that I talk to monthly and I have a counselor that I'm talking to like a couple times a month. And, uh, and they're kind of for different things. Like the coach is helping me think through leadership, and professional things. The counselor is helping me unpack like emotions that are just real in life. And I've come out of a season of loss. I had a sister pass away uh, earlier this year, you know, but even beyond like those trauma moments in life, like I just think, man, we invest. And here's what we do as leaders. You invest in your leadership. You invest in your, uh, you know, your spiritual wisdom. Like you go to conferences or you download podcasts. You, you, most people will invest in their physical health. Like, hey, I got to have a good diet. I got to exercise. But for some reason, there's this massive blind spot in the emotional side of leadership. And man, and I would say like, it's the part of you that drives everything else. So why is it that we wouldn't seek out people who are, trained who are called of God to help, you know, charter the waters with us, help us navigate like what we're going through. Absolutely. That's so important. That's so good. How does somebody, as we close, how does somebody find that? Like, do they just Google counselors near me? Do they just Google coaches? How does somebody find somebody like that? Yeah. You know, one thing that I'm a super big fan of, there's a program, um, that I did and, uh, and my organization sent me to this. And so if you're working someplace, there's something called the ultimate leadership workshop and, uh, it's a week intensive it's in California and, uh, it's put on, uh, through these dudes named uh, John Townsend and Henry cloud. And it's like a one week intensive. And for me, it was a game changer. Okay. So like, that's a big, uh, you know, big shout out to, to that uh, program and what they're doing. Cause it's incredible. But if you're local, you're looking for somebody, I would encourage, if you're a pastor, if you're a leader, I would encourage you to 
talk to people at your church, uh, to ask if there's any, things available, uh, or ask other pastors. I mean, a lot of pastors talk to people or, or see people, um, you know, I mean, I, I always just recommend going through relationships because then you're talking to people you trust and you're able to find people, um, you know, that can help work through uh, different dynamics. But that Cloud Townsend group, they actually have coaches across the country as well. So that's a good network for both. That's amazing. Those, those two are brilliant. I mean, if people have probably heard of the book Boundaries and everything that they've written. They're they are some of the most brilliant people, I think, around. Yes, totally. Their books have been super helpful for me. I, I also love, you know, just another uh, author that I would encourage people to check out with emotional health is Brene Brown. Uh, she writes just some incredible stuff. Uh, her, you know, t- TED Talk is insane. And so just would encourage, yeah, I mean, just dive into it. Maybe, maybe that'd be the bigger thing. Like, number one, you need help. And number two, like, just invest in your emotional well-being because it is the part of you that will guide the rest. And the more you are in touch with your emotions and have empathy and can lead people from that place, the stronger your people are going to be that are beneath you. Yeah, that's so good. I'm actually having my entire team in 2021. Uh, we're going to go through Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. Uh, that's such a game changer book I know in my life and when it came to emotional health and, and spiritual health and bringing them together. Yeah, man. that's Is that Pete? Yeah, that's Pete. Yeah, man. Yeah, totally. So, super good stuff. That's awesome, Nick. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, man, thanks for having me on. Love it. And, uh, man, just keep rocking. Thanks, Nick. How can they find you on social media and, and stay up to date with everything you're doing? Yeah, so just, it's uh, Nick Hall, short and sweet name. But, uh, yeah, at Nick Hall Pulse, I think, is most of my social handles. Um, and, yeah, just pulse.org. Amazing. Thank you so much, bro. All right, man. Later. Later.